emergency, members of the public are reminded Across America, over 100 million people are now in some form of lockdown. What am I going to do with four hundred industries have ground to a halt. You pick the 26,000 people who are going to die. Major airlines and hotel chains fearing they will not survive as viable businesses. So I think Easter Sunday and you'll have packed churches all over our country. Sean Dizzle. Mikey Hizzle. Another one. We're doing okay. it again. We are doing it again. Episode 137. This is going to be cool, man. By the time this quarantine is over, we're going to have 150 episodes at least, right? At least. I'm going to say 160. All right. We're planning on it. I um, mean, think about it. If we got a whole other month of this shit. Right. You know what? Fuck it. <clears throat> right off the bat, we have Jello shots already prepared. Uh-huh. And I want to take a shot with you. Uh-huh. Virtually. Mm. You ready? Mm-hmm. First, may I just say this one thing? Dude, you're taking too long. Happy recording day. Happy recording day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Salute. So these shots are a lot better than the first batch that we made. Um, first batch that we made. Um, stronger? No, not as strong. These are definitely stronger. Um, so I'm saying these are stronger. Yeah, these are stronger because it's a small pack, and so we did. Well, I did. I made them by myself this time. It was, um, you know, the boiling water. All by myself. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I did one cup of the boiling water. Then I did a quarter cup of cold water just to chill it off. And then I put in three quarters of a cup of vodka. And, uh, yeah. Well, you are a pussy. Well, again, I just, I wanted a little bit of water in there to cut the, uh, to cut the heat. The water's already in there when you boil it. No, I wanted to cut the heat of the, you know, how hot the water was before I put the alcohol in. Whatever. They still turned out really good. So like I said, pussy. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Busting your pools. It was still wow, very delicious. This was uh, blueberry mm. or berry blue, whatever they called it. It's quite tasty. I like it. Nice. I'm rocking cherry. I just had my last one. Unless I make some after this, which there's a very strong possibility that that might happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, so what you better wanna... time to make jello shots? Sure. Than now. You want to talk about what you're going to be doing here in the next week? Yeah, let's talk about it. So, your abstinence. <clears throat> starting Monday, I am going to. This completely... is Monday, by the way. Huh? This is Monday, by the way. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Well, <laughs> whatever. So, yeah, I'm going to basically do a week straight just i'm starting with a week 
It's probably going to go longer, but I'm just starting with a week. And by the time you hear this, I am doing a sober week, so no booze at all. And I'm going to wake up earlier than I'm used to now in this stupid quarantine and get back to some, uh, you know, normal routine. And I'm also going to, every day I'm going to exercise. I'm going to walk once, if not twice a day. I'm not doing like what you're doing with the whole mile thing. I'm starting off slow because, to be honest, I have a fucked up back and I've got uh, nerve damage in my right leg and my knee and it just causes problems. So I'm not trying to go gangbusters, but I do want to change the habits that I'm forming in this uh, shelter in place slash air quotes quarantine because I can't do it anymore, man. Like sleep until 10, stand up till two, nothing to do that rhymed having some drinks, you know, like I, I don't want that to become my life. So no booze. I want to do 20 pushups and 20 sit-ups a day. I want to walk one to two times a day. I want to have three square meals a day again. You know, just get back to like a normal routine because listen, we don't know how long this shit's going to go on, but it's not just one big booze, lazy fucking fest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And dude, mentally, like I can already tell like I need to do this or I'm going to get stuck in a rut. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you're listening to this and maybe you're finding yourself, you know, creating habits that aren't healthy or usual, I'm not telling you to do what I'm doing. I'm just saying, you know, think about it for you, figure out what's best for you and don't get caught in uh, a new habitual thing where you're lazy and fat and, you know, unhealthy and depressed and (laughs) all the bullshit, you know? Sure. Which you kind of already have one up on me because you've been doing this whole walk a mile a day thing for how long now? Since uh, since the beginning of the year, started <laughs> off the year with it. Yeah. Um, today how, I did. How are you doing with it? Today I did. Um, it was day number one twenty eight. Nice. Uh, so thirty, sixty, ninety. Yeah, today was day one twenty eight, and I I think I might have, like, I I said before, I think I might have missed a day or two. Yeah. Um. It's all good, bro. Yeah, but you kept you know, going. 30s. This is April, and today is April the twelfth of this uh, coming out. So, are you gay? Actually, no. It looks like I'm a little bit ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I didn't start in January. Maybe I started in December. I might have started in December. I don't remember. But, Too many you know, jello the, shots. The thing is, though, is that so I've been I've been walking a mile every single day. I've been yeah logging it in um, Under Armour's app. The uh, what's it called? Run with me. 
I don't know. I have a Apple Watch with Nike on it, so that's all I know. Okay, I'm using Map My Run. Oh, okay. I'm using. So Under Armour's app, Map My Run, and I'm 128 days in, walking a mile every single day. Um, I I did miss a couple days, um, you know, due to weather or or me just you know, I don't know, Messing being it. too lazy or whatever. Yeah. Insert excuse here. I've missed a few days, so. Well, you've also told me there's a couple days where you walked further than a mile. So, the most days I work, I walk more than a mile. Yes, and many days. Out of the 128, I have walked, uh, you know, two or three miles. So, um, so yeah, I think I've pretty much made up for it. Uh, the goal is 365 days, 365 miles walking. And it's been helping a lot. Um, it definitely helps me to clear my head. It helps me to, you know, um, Anthony Robbins has this thing about, uh, understanding how your body, mind, and emotions are all linked together. Um, body, body, mind, and soul, it's all linked together, right? So um, when your emotions are out of whack, you know, your feelings, emotions, and mental state is out of whack, the best thing to do for yourself is to get physical. So when you go to his conferences or events, like he likes to start everything out like with super hype music, everybody shouting and screaming, jumping around, getting crazy just to get yourself in a mental state to, to win. So, um, for me, it's been a big deal. I'm like, I really believe that stuff. I really believe that, you know, if I stay physical, then I have a better chance of staying positive. So I know we had an episode (laughs) a few episodes back about being sick of people telling you to stay positive, but yeah, uh, getting busy, getting physical, definitely uh, jiggy helps with my it. mental nah, state. Nah, 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 getting jiggy with it. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the prophet Will Smith. <clears throat> hey, man, I'm so, I'm proud of you as a friend. Thank you. It's uh, it's inspiring. You know, kind of like I appreciate uh, it. Our friend Ben, who was, uh, was he on here twice now? Yeah, he's been on twice. Or maybe three times, I don't remember. At least twice. He did that shit where he, like, ran five miles a day every day for a year, you know? Oh, he ran a 5K every day for a year. Okay. Yeah. Well, again, I've had some, I've had some jello shots. My point is, it's still inspiring, man. Like, every day to do that shit. Yeah. And even if you miss a day and then you get back on the wagon, you know, like it's still, yeah, dude, keep it going, man. Yeah, it's a big deal, man. I'm I'm trying to keep it going, and you know, I I involve uh, the family. We get out together, and if we can't go as a family, then I just take the dog, because it's kind of weird, you know, this freaking huge black guy walking down the street <laughs> by himself. It's kind of weird in the neighborhood that I live in. But, you know, if I get a dog with me, I, I get less stares, you know. The white people are like, oh, okay, he's from here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. University of Michigan, uh, 
leash on the dog or me pushing the stroller. So then you got state fans who are like, what's that black guy doing? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I feel like I'm less threatening <laughs> when I'm either walking with the family, with the baby, or with the dog. So I'm picturing in my head and you're sexy as hell right now. Yeah, I'm trying, dude. So, uh, like, I'm down to 223 from 247. 247 was my height. Not my height. It was my highest weight. Um, <laughs> I started off the beginning of the year at 247. And now I'm Daddy. down to 223. Good for so, you, man. Here, here's a question. Do you weigh? Yeah. I don't like, weigh. I do not like scales. Yeah, well, I was really... My goal was to get down, you know, like I'm trying to get down to 215. Um, I actually, I would love to get back down to 200, but I just know that at 215, I felt great. Yeah. And, um, and so I'm trying to get back down there. Well, and you're, you're pretty tall. So, I mean, yeah. And dude, doctors are going to hate me. I'm sorry. But this is just my truth and my opinion. <laughs> Fuck the just BMI bullshit. Truth, okay? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, oh, you're 5'11, you should be 125 pounds. Like, fuck you, asshole. I've never been 125 pounds. Yeah. Ask the doctors who my mom gave birth to. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid joke. Not even funny. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I get it. Yeah. To me, it's more, I. I've always judged my weight by my waist. Okay. I don't know why. I'm probably wrong. I don't care. I just, I don't give in to all the other stuff, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> and at my skinniest, as an adult, I, w I got down to a 32-inch waist, and I looked like people literally were like, dude, were you on drugs? Like, you don't <laughs> look healthy. <laughs> yeah. And it's just because of my my body. Like, my grandfather, my uncle, like, my family were all, like, bigger people. Even my mom, dude. She's fucking tall. She's just a big woman. And yeah. she's not fat. She's lost a lot of weight. And honestly, like, <clears throat> she wants to lose more. And I'm like, Mom, if you lose more, you're going to look sick. Like, you look good, you know? Yeah. You don't have to look at the Victoria's Secret and be like, oh, I need to be like that. Like, no, like for your body, you look good. Like you look healthy. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know. The, the weight thing to me, I don't give a fuck what you weigh. I kind of go off of like, I guess I'm, I'm just basically telling you I'm superficial and I go off looks. <laughs> hmm. But no, seriously, no, I've always, I get that. I've always been like, oh man, I'm in a 42. That's fucking huge. So yeah. let's, let's change that, you know? And I've always been around like a 36, 38 most of my life. But yeah, if I get down to like a 32 inch waist, like I'm, I look not healthy. Yeah. I don't know. And that's just from, that's yeah. me. That's my body. I'm not sure. telling that for anyone else you know what i'm saying yeah i was um <clears throat> i i haven't had a 32 inch waist 
probably in 20 years. Well, and you're taller um, than me and you're kind of a big guy too. So it's like, yeah, if you were a 32, people are most likely going to be like, dude, you, uh, you smoking crack? Like what are you doing? Dude, at, at a 34 inch waist, people thought I looked sick. So like I, I'd been skinny forever. Like I, I didn't start getting heavy until I got married <laughs> to G. I almost like, stopped you from saying it. <laughs> no, seriously, it's the truth. Yeah, I, man, I, when you're when you're in love, you're happy and you don't give a fuck. Yeah, I just I, I had never been heavy, you know? Uh so uh, I had always been fit, man. I, I, if I didn't have a six-pack, I had a four-pack, you know, for for majority of my life. Um and so yeah, we're coming up on our five-year anniversary. And um, when we got married, I was 217. Wow. And, you know, I, I looked great. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just, I just want to get back there. I, I, it, it's hard for me to believe that I got all the way up to almost 250 pounds. And, um, and granted, that was a lot of beer. Um, and, and a lot of pizza and just eating shit that I had no business eating at all. Let's get so jets. Man, seriously, dude, jets, man. Shabbat are they open right now? Place. <laughs> no, they are not. No, not even for like delivery or carry out. No, man. It's, it's 10 minutes to midnight. My time. No, no. I, sorry. I mean, in general, because of COVID. Oh, yeah, 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 they're still open. They're still doing delivery and everything. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, but, you know, yeah, I just, I, I was just too heavy. Like, I I was, uh, I bought 40s, you know, for my, <laughs> my jeans. Mm-hmm. They're size 40s. And, um, you know, once, once they started getting tight, I was like, man, I got to. <laughs> change this man and I haven't bought any new jeans and so anytime I put on jeans I have to put on a belt and I have to take it I mean I'm, it's crazy but I've got one black well I've got a couple black belts but the one black belt that I wear with jeans I literally have to tighten it all the way down to the last hole just to just to hold my pants up such a cool feeling isn't it well it is a good feeling there's no doubt about it I just you know, I, I've never been the guy to, to buy clothes for myself. Uh, let me rephrase that. I always buy clothes for myself, you know, but I hate buying clothes is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So I hate like, the I'll shopping. Buy my, I hate the trying on part. Yeah. I hate going shopping. So like I'll buy pants for myself, you know, <laughs> once every few years, if that. You know, I, I've got I've got a pair of jeans that has a huge hole in the crotch, and um, and I still wear them all the time. Like they're they're the pants that I wear when I go out and grill, or when I'm going out doing yard work. Free, or, you know, whatever. Free it's got a huge, balling. Yeah, I'm free balling, dude. It's 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 Get the crazy. Airflow up in there, keep them cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, if I'm sitting by the fire, I've got on those holy jeans. I just don't want to, I don't like to get rid of stuff. <laughs> I don't 
like to buy new stuff either for myself. Um, and the only time that I really do it is is when, you know, somebody buys me a gift card somewhere or the wife uh, the wife starts throwing stuff away because they've got holes in them. And it's like, okay, now i got to go replace the stuff that you just threw away. Thanks. Uh, That's why I only have two pairs of underwear. Well, yeah, I get it. And you go on commando anyway most of the time, right? Hell no. I fart too yeah. much. <laughs> <laughs> I had an incident so. <clears throat> in Detroit, actually. Actually, have you ever been to Atomic Chicken? No. Dude, when shit, like, opens back up, you gotta go to Atomic Chicken. Okay. <laughs> they have some of the best fried chicken sandwiches in Detroit. Oh. I love a good fried chicken sandwich. But... I don't know what happened. One time after I had, uh, we had a friend in town, and I'm like, dude, let's go get something to eat. He's like, yeah, where do you want to go? And I'm like, oh, this is a new place. I literally shit my pants after we left there, standing on the side of the road, and he didn't believe me, but I did. I can't wow. free ball. That's my point. I, you know, the That's my saving grace was the underwear. <laughs> wow. Wow. I'm surprised you just told that story. That's great. I didn't even tell it right. I should have told it differently <laughs> because the, the punchline of the whole fucking story is I shit my pants after eating at a place called Atomic Chicken. That's awesome. Yeah. True story. That would be a great opening bit to a stand-up special. I would have to work on it, but yeah. Oh, it's very simple. You just get up on the stage and say, So, I shit my pants after eating at a restaurant called Atomic Chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody would burst out. You see, you're laughing right now. I'm laughing because I'm embarrassed. It's true. Everybody would laugh with that opening bit. No, but seriously, I ate there three times. I only shit my pants once. I don't know what the fuck was up. But, oh, dude, I don't know what it is, but their sandwiches are bomb. Actually, (laughs) you know where Detroit Hardware used to be? No. Really? I, I don't. You know where News Center is? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's like. Oh, fuck. It's been so long. It's maybe three blocks from New Center. Maybe. Okay. Going towards uh, 75, I think. Okay. Yeah. It's not much over there, but a bunch of parking lots. Um, actually, there's a school. I think a high school. Oh, do you know where the police station is? 1300 Bobian, yeah. Downtown? Well, yeah. not downtown. Um, by, well, in New Center? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so it's like literally Bobian. a block and a half from there. Sure, okay. <clears throat> All right, cool. Anyway. Um, yeah. 
Awesome. That's funny, dude. It wasn't no, funny, just... but it was because my friend. <laughs> okay, so this I should have. Oh, I've already fucked up the story. I could. There'd be way more laughs. But basically, I grew up with this friend. Um, well, not grew up, but we we've known each other for several years. We went to school together. We lived together, and I would always fart and like push him out and make him loud. And you know, we're guys. We're like, <laughs> you know. Of course. And the joke was always like, dude, one day you're going to push out a fart and you're going to shit your fucking pants. Yep. Like, I cannot tell you how many times that was said. So then when it actually happened, he was like, nah, dude, I don't believe you. And I'm like, no, no, you should. <laughs> you should pull your car around right now. <laughs> and he didn't believe me until he had to pull the car around to get me. And he's like, Oh my God, you really did shit your pants. And I'm like, yes. And I'm not going to sit on your seat. I'm going to hover and you need to fucking drive as fast as you can. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. dude. I love it. I love it. You know, honestly, when I was doing the carnivore diet, um, you know, my, my shits were smaller and smaller because obviously, you know, your body is just like holding on to, to the nutrients. Uh, nutrients. Um, so you don't have as much waste. But I learned really quick that there was no such thing as a fart. So it was like what when I felt like I had to fart, I had to sit down. Mm. Yep. And I learned it the hard way. Because it was one day I did the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you haven't lived until you've gone to fart and then poop came out. Yeah, but you're an adult. You should know better. But I was But you just, don't. Was, you just think it's air. Yeah. I was on this diet and I was like I farted and I was like Ooh, I don't know that that's fart. Let me <laughs> Did you know immediately? I knew immediately yeah. that I had to sit down, and I'm glad I was home when it happened. So, yeah, it's it's just not cool, man. So, I will never forget standing outside of Atomic Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I had a cigarette going, and I was talking to my friend, and I just went to go do what I always do. And immediately, I closed my cheeks as hard as I could, and my eyes got huge. And I was like, dude, I just shit my pants. You need to get the car now. <laughs> <laughs> it was so real. Uh, yeah, it's <clears throat> just not fun. I get it. And you know what? Mm. Secret time. Mm. You'd do it all over again. Secret time. Shh. It wasn't the last time. <laughs> <laughs> and also, separate secret time. Secret time. I am afraid to fart now. Yeah, right. I no, I, I seriously am. It took me so long, and my wife uh. would back me up on this. I would go to the bathroom all of the time just because I'm like, I. I think it's a fart, but I don't know. So to be safe, I'm just going to go sit on the toilet. <laughs> sure. Sure. 
because I get it. There's been other times when you know a year or two went by and I'm like, okay, it's fine. And I'm out walking the dog and I'm pushing out this fart and I'm like clench my cheeks, my eyes got big, and I like waddled into the house, like, come on, we need to go now. <laughs> so awesome you could say it's a shitty experience indeed indeed now that we've talked about shit for like 20 minutes (laughs) how's your day going well it's all good man you know i um i also uh uh changing the subject right now please do um the other thing that i would still like for people to follow us (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the other thing I've been doing is uh, I've been making some progress, man, on reestablishing my stack of uh, scripture cue cards. Oh yeah, you mentioned that on your uh, one of your updates. Yeah, so I, I'm up to seventeen now. What what? Uh, so what's your favorite scripture? I don't know that I actually have one to be honest with you. But do you have one that you go back to more than others? No, I flip through them all equally well, fuck every you. single day. <laughs> <laughs> all of them equally every single day get my attention. Um, so say one right now from memory. Uh, Genesis fifteen and six is the first one. For thou shalt not beg until thine holy grail is full of thine bosoms. (laughs) (laughs) Not quite. Sorry. I I got mixed up there. It, It says, and he believed in the Lord, and he counted it unto him for righteousness. It's a very cool scripture that has a very, very deep meaning because um, it's speaking of Abraham. Abraham believed in the Lord. He's the he that's talked about. And he believed in the Lord and it was counted unto him for righteousness. Um, Basically, the scripture is proof that grace, uh, grace was present before the law and obviously when Jesus fulfilled the law he reinstituted grace which is righteousness by faith so Abraham was considered righteous because of his faith not because of his good doing because if you remember your Bible not you Sean I'm just saying in general if you if you remember the story of how everything started in Genesis the fact is is that there was no law of God And there was no grace as a result of Christ because Christ didn't come and die yet. So um, even even though this was after sin was instituted into the world and, and, you know, the first Adam sinned, God saw Abraham as a just man. And when Abraham proclaimed his faith in God, God from that point on, considered him to be righteous. Uh, but if you remember scripture about Abraham, his name was actually Abram. God changed his name to Abraham. But um, 
he was part of a, a tribe of people that were um, pagans. They were not godly people at all whatsoever. God randomly spoke to Abram and told him to leave his family, to leave his country, to go to a place that God would show him. You know, and, and God started that relationship. He sought Abram out to start that relationship with him. And um, and because Abram showed faith in God and actually obeyed and left his family and uh, moved to a new land and set up shop and trusted God's word, God considered him, considered him to be righteous because of his step of faith. And um, it's a, it's just a reminder to me. I love this scripture because it's a reminder to me that, um, you know, all faith requires action, right? Um, if if our faith is real, we're going to act on it, and it's not necessarily the the act because you can do the act and and not really believe. But when you believe and do the action, you you're you're proving that this is something that has uh, gone from your head to your heart, and so. Uh, yeah, righteousness is a result of faith, not of your, you know, perfect behavior. Yeah. And that, that scripture, Genesis 15 and 6, is literally echoed throughout the entire New Testament. Hell yeah, so, man. <clears throat> I don't think there's anybody in the Bible that's talked about more than Abraham, other than Jesus. You know? I, you know, most theologians or people that study religion consider Abraham to be the father of of Christianity, Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. Obviously, he's not, but uh, all three religions go back to Abraham. So historically, and so you got the. In Islam, they, they would consider Abraham to be a Muslim. In Judaism, obviously, they consider Abraham to be, you know, they don't necessarily consider him to be a Jew, but still consider him to be the father of uh, of everyone. And of course, in Christianity, in the Bible, we know that Abraham is called Father Abraham. So they say that he's been He's the father of three different religions, but you know. Father Abraham had many sons. Mm-hmm. Many sons had Father Abraham. <laughs> I am one of him, and so hey, are you. Mm. So let's just praise the Lord, right mm-hmm. arm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> oh God! Yeah, you Being know, born and raised. I think born we and raised were gonna in the church and... in the eighties. Huh? Sorry. I said born and raised in the church in the 80s. Semper Fi, motherfucker. Yeah, that's that's how that song was <clears throat> part of your uh, eternal memory bank. Oh, for sure. Listen, I know we were going to just do like a quarantine update. We've, we've already surpassed that like three times now. So let's just keep going. <laughs> but something I was thinking about, because uh, I... Listen, I don't know if people know, but 
I listen to our podcast, even though I'm on it, right? So when it comes out, I always give it a listen. And I was doing that, and I like to think about all the stuff I wanted to say or should have said. (laughs) And I, I was talking about Peter in a recent episode. I think it was a Good Friday episode. And it kind of goes along the lines of what you were talking about with um, grace and that whole thing, like righteousness. And if I may, here's the thought process. Like, I thought it's, it's so crazy that, like, the thing with Peter and the thing with Abraham and the thing with pretty much all of us is, like, Well, I guess I should say what's cool about the whole Peter denying Christ and Christ being like, hey, bro, before the rooster crows, you're going to deny me three times. And Peter being like, nah, I would never do that. You're an asshole. (laughs) And Jesus was like, no, it's good. I love you. And you're the rock that I'm going to build my church on. Like, Mm -hmm. I know you're going to fuck me over but I love you and this is grace here is why. And I think it's so crazy that like, you know, because as Christians, we can, we can easily get caught up in, okay, I accepted Christ. I repent of my sins. I am born again, brother. And you know, I don't sin anymore. And that's not the case. Same thing with Mm -hmm. Peter. I believe Peter loved Jesus. Peter was a disciple of Jesus, you know? Yeah. And when certain things happened, Peter denies Jesus. Like, nah, I don't, I don't know that guy. Like, no, 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 no. Seriously though. We, we saw you, you, you were, you were with him. He's like, no, nah, I've never met the guy. And they're like, no, 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 seriously. Like, we can literally pinpoint the time and date that you were here. And Peter's like, no, nah, that wasn't me. And he curses. I don't know what he said. But he's probably like, fuck you. I don't know the fucking guy. Fuck off. You know? Yeah. Like, imagine. Okay, so Jesus tells you, hey, you're going to deny me. And you're like, no, I'm not. And then the third time it happens, and you hear that fucking rooster crow. Just imagine the guilt and the condemnation and the shame that you felt because you denied Jesus Christ himself. And yet, Jesus said, I'm going to build my church on your foundation. Like, why did Jesus say that? You know, what does that mean? And I think it's just the same thing that's been said throughout history in the Bible of you're a piece of shit and you're going to fucking fail, but that's not the point. (laughs) The whole reason that Jesus came is because we can't live up to the way God intended maybe for us to live, right? Yeah. Because we took the fruit. We listened to the snake, the devil. We sinned. We wanted to be like God. We wanted to know 
you know, the knowledge of good and evil. And since then, we can't live up to it anymore. And yet, this is why Christ came, lived among us, never sinned, was the lamb that was slain. All the Christianese shit that we take for granted, but that's fucking real. Like, his blood was shed. He went down to hell and took back the keys. You know what I'm saying? Like, that is real. And it's through grace, man. It's not through actions. Yeah. That is the story of Christ. Even with the people that he lived and walked among with and taught and loved, they denounce him and he's like, no, I love you. We're going to build a church and you're going to be my rock, even though you're a piece of shit and you're going to fail me and you're going to hurt me. You're going to disown me, but I love you. And that's the grace with which the church is built on. Isn't that crazy? It is. I wish I would have said that on our uh, Sunday episode, but it didn't. So I'm saying it now, but oh my God, like so powerful. You know what I'm saying? Like shit jokes aside and all the other bullshit. Like, dude. It's heavy. That's something to think about right there. Yeah. Yeah, I was, um, you know, so I've been reading this book by Andrew Murray called Humility. And it's by far my favorite book in my library. And he he makes a point about um, how we're taught in many churches that humility is a result of our, you know, constantly being reminded of our sin, our penance you know, our, our, um, contrition of heart and all of that. That's what really brings about humility. But he, he says it's actually not true according to scripture. He says, what you have to remember is that humility is the, is the root from which all of the graces flourish. But you have to understand that there would be no grace without our failure. Yeah. So it is uh, the very essence of our failure and inability to do anything that grace abounds for us. Like Paul literally says, where sin abounds, grace much more abounds. In other words, the, the fact that we fall short, Jesus had to come, right? And that um, that we can only be full of God to the extent that we are empty of ourselves. And so it's not necessarily Kenosis our focus theory. on our... Huh? Kenosis theory. Kenosis, will you stop with the damn Kenosis theory? <laughs> Jesus, we already settled that. <laughs> um, but, the, but the fact is, is that, you know, if, if, you, if you imagine a cup that's empty, it, it's ready to be filled with something. But as long as there's something in the cup, you, you, you can't be full of the substance that God wants to put in there. Um, Sounds exactly but, like kenosis theory. <laughs> but it's not kenosis theory. <laughs> I'm going to shut up. You go. You go. 
Bruce Lee actually uh, expounds on this, not in a Christian way, but when he talks about Kung Fu and he says the, you know, the only way that you'll ever be able to master this fighting style is if you're like a vessel that's completely empty. You have to forget everything that you've ever been taught and ever learned in order to master something new. And, and those were very deep words from a, from a man who, you know, basically pissed everybody off because he was willing to learn and master different fighting styles. Um, you know, um, I, I, you know, whatever. Back to my point. My point is that um, the less we have of ourselves, the more we, we can be filled with God. And um, and it, it's just been something I've been meditating on, you know, as I've been reading this book, because you know I I mean I I know I can be prideful and cocky, and even though I'm not trying to be, um, it it can still come out. You know, You're he, a he massive talks, dick. Uh, touche. That's what but, she said. You know, <laughs> He talks about the two men that went into the temple to pray, one a, one a publican and one a Pharisee. He said the mystery behind this is that, you know, the Pharisee always felt like, you know, because of their position, they're able to enter into any holy place because they're a Pharisee. Um, and so the outward state of being of a Pharisee was just completely pride. But the Pharisees that were, um, that were, that received the rebuke from, from Christ, they decided to become publicans. And even the publican was filled with pride, but it was inner pride. And it was pride that the, that the person actually acknowledged, which is why he looked at the publican and then bowed his head before God and said, I'm not even worthy to be here. <laughs> so, I mean, he recognized his pride to be able to see his own unworthiness. And the fact is, is that when we stand before God, that's going to be the overwhelming feeling. Like the reason why scripture says that all the tears will be wiped away from our face, from our eyes when we stand before him, is because when we finally do stand before him, we're going to recognize how full of ourselves we actually have been our entire lives. And it's going to break our hearts. And we're going to bawl our eyes out. And it's going to take a loving God who's compassionate, understanding, and empathetic to wipe the tears from our eyes and say, you know what, it's all good. Like, yeah, you missed out probably on a whole lot of stuff because you were so full of yourself. But I'm going to wipe these tears away, and I'm going to show you that now it's okay. Now you're totally empty, and now you can experience my joy to the fullest. I really believe that that's how our encounter when we get to heaven is going to be. I really believe that. We're going to be bawling our eyes out because we're going to see how massive dicks we are and how much we actually need of him. How much we actually needed of him um, the entire time. So. Mm. 
Just my two cents. Yeah, I mean, mm. if Isaiah 5 is real and there's <clears throat> created beings that fly around him that can't look at him or show their feet, <laughs> and all yeah. they can do is sing, holy, 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 is right. the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. I Yeah. Yeah. What else are we going to do? <laughs> right. Uh, excuse me. I'm entitled, and I think you should answer my questions. No. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a running joke in the church, right? You you think when you die and you stand before God that you're gonna, you know? So why did you get create all these mosquitoes? Because they were really annoying. <laughs> exactly. All those questions are just gonna go to waste. Like. Who cares what the answers are to those questions when you're in awe of the magnitude of his greatness? I mean, to bring it back to Abraham, when he went and saw him on a mountain, he came back and his face shone. And he didn't even look at God's presence. Right. He didn't even right. look at God. He couldn't. Right. He couldn't. He had to take his shoes off to walk where God just was. And when yeah. he came down, his face shone. Right. Yeah, it was so bright. His face shined so bright that the people of Israel were afraid and begged him to put a cover over his face. Like, if that's real, if that's true, and I believe it is, even though I can't yeah. explain it. Sure. But that's, that's my faith. Yep. I don't think I'm going to have the balls to be like, uh, excuse me. Before I worship yeah. you, I just needed to go over a few things. <laughs> can, can you sign this form for me, please? <laughs> I'm double parked at Peter's Gate. Are you um, affirming? Because I just I have a lot of questions. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, our lives are so superficial. It, it's just no doubt about it. And, and we fight and bicker over stuff that doesn't matter. And we, you know, we miss opportunities to love and to show grace and to show, you know, to show God to one another and to show God's love to other people. We miss so many opportunities, man. I think we're, when our lives flash before our eyes in the end, we're going to be heartbroken over all the missed opportunities that we've had in order to you know, all the missed opportunities we've had to be full of God and show that God to, to other people. It's going to break our hearts. You know? So, I don't know, dude. I, I think, you know, in this quarantine, we have an opportunity to, to get better, you know, to focus on some stuff that actually matters and, and, and change a little bit. So, I know I'm working on it. Um, and obviously, you're working on it. I think there's a good chance that we will come out of this better than what we were. You know, could yeah. be better, could be worse. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Full circle. So it's all good. I don't know what we're going to call this one, but it was good. It was good I don't either. We literally talked about me shitting my pants and then the holiness of God. <laughs> <laughs> it 
And Listen, we started people, off with a jello shot. If I could, if I if I may. Mm. What other podcast can you listen to where you have such a yin and yang of bullshit, I, I will say grotesque humor, littered with profanities, as we call them in our culture, and then we talk about very serious topics. I just, you know, I think we're few and far between. I think we're one in a million, bro. So. so if you like what we're doing and the combos we be having, here's what you can do to help us out so that other people like you who are listening still for some reason <laughs> can, yeah, you know, why. put other people in our audience because that would be awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So for head sure. over to unchurchedpodcast.show. Um, if you do, or I should say when you do, you can find archives of all of our podcasts. We've got links. We've got a few other little things on there, um, for you to check out. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at unchurched podcast. No, sorry. At unchurch pod pod. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and you can email us at info at unchurchedpodcast.show. There you go. We appreciate having everybody's attention for this long. For real. And, um, and if you enjoyed it, we'll see you again on the next one. Oh, show. All right. Peace. Peace. Peace.